Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. The Gospel of John, chapter 5. Verse 39 says, You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life, and these are they which testify about me. Yet you will not come to me, that you may have life. The religious world at the time of Christ had their scriptures, but for them, it was simply a set of rules and regulations, one that could never, they could never follow completely. Just having them, calling them their own, made them feel that they were somehow righteous. But the heart, the the passion behind them failed to be found and failed to be embraced. They searched the scriptures, yet even though they were right in front of them, they failed to ever truly find them. You see, no one finds eternal life by reading the scripture, no matter how much he reads. Nor will he find eternal life by knowing the scripture, no matter how much he knows nor by being religious, no matter how religious he is, nor by doing religious works, no matter how much good he does. Jesus doesn't condemn them for study or works. No, I certainly wouldn't condemn anyone for that kind of practice. But they studied only the letter of God's word, and thus they missed the spirit of it. I wonder if we, like those of Jesus, are doing the same today. If they had indeed embraced the word, then they would have recognized Christ for who he was. Believing the scriptures to be the direction of God means nothing if we do not truly find God through them. No matter how much scriptural knowledge we might have, unless it actually leads us to Christ, unless we are willing to actually come to him, set aside our worldly and fleshly pride, it's all going to come to nothing. We simply will be lost for eternity with a head full of knowledge. We'll never truly know life, not the grand life that God wants to give us. We can never find eternal life through human efforts, gang, even through a lifetime of trying. Verse 41, I don't receive glory from men, but I know you, that you don't have God's love in yourself. Now, the success of Christ's earthly ministry did not depend on whether men accepted him or not. Some received him joyfully, others rejected him completely. And still others tried to straddle some non-existent middle ground. But such did not change who he was or the power of his gift. Jesus wasn't going to slink off to a hole somewhere because there were those who wanted to know part of what he was offering. Their rejection, you see, had no effect on his message or, frankly, upon him as the messenger. Such individuals simply loved themselves more than they loved God. Like so many today. They wanted both the world and a right standing with God, and, well, that can never be. What Jesus taught, what he sought, was those who would love God with all of their being. External acts of servanthood and commitment and holiness, well, they're great. But they must be the manifest of a spirit-filled life. Christ within us. It can never come the other way around. Such 
acts will never lead us to a spirit-filled life. Jesus knew the love of God was not in them, and no amount of personal piety on their part was going to change that. He said, I know you. I know you. You see, they missed the point of it because ultimately they missed him. Verse 43, I have come in my father's name and you don't receive me. If another comes in his own name, you will receive him. Jesus came not only with the father's name, but he came in the father's name. And that's important, important distinction. He came to be and to do the father's will, to be God's presence on earth. Thus, upon the rejection of Jesus, they, and we for that matter, have rejected God himself. In our natural state, in our flesh, it's quite easy to reject Christ. After all, the cost of faith in God is great when measured against our natural desires. One day, someone will come whom men will receive, and he will be far different than this simple and humble man from Nazareth. this Middle East pseudo-peacemaker. He will be hailed as a Messiah in his own right. The long-awaited answer man for the world's ills. But you know what? This will be no Christ. In fact, we know him better as the Antichrist. Why will the world accept him and not the true and living Christ? Well, because Christ is all about dying to self and the Antichrist is about the fulfillment of humanistic thought and pagan pursuit. He's all about himself, feigned peace and prosperity and fulfillment, all at the hand of man. Verse 44, how can you believe who receive glory from one another and you don't seek the glory that comes from only God? You see, as long as we continue to seek the approval of men instead of God, we will never truly know life. The vast religious world today will, of course, claim they believe. But Jesus tells us clearly that if we are focused on the approval and the acceptance of men, we cannot say we truly believe in God because what he says about himself and what he says about living for him is intrinsically a very part of him. And Jesus calls for us to die to self and to live for his honor. So these conflicting paths, uh, one of the world, one of Christ, well, it, they are opposite, opposite roads of travel. We cannot live both. Indeed, the life of a Christian is a path of extreme, and there is no halfway Christian. These folks choose what was popular over what was true. But you see, Jesus lived solely for the glory of his Father. That is a narrow path, a path few will find. Verse 45, don't think that I will accuse you to the Father. There's no one who accuses you, even Moses, on whom you have set your hope. For if you believed Moses, you would believe me. For he wrote about me. But if you don't believe his writings, how will you believe my words? Now the Jewish world would and will constantly say they do not need Jesus or his righteous path because after all they have Moses in the law. So Jesus deals with them literally on their own turf, telling them 
that even according to Moses, they were guilty of not living for God. For all that Moses prophesied is fulfilled in him. Moses spoke of the coming Messiah, all fulfilled in Jesus. People claimed to follow Moses, but they did not. Deuteronomy 18, verses 15 and 18 say this. Yahweh, your God will raise up to you a prophet from among you, of your brothers like me. You will listen to him, and I will raise them up a prophet from amongst their brothers like you. I will put my words in his mouth, and shall speak to them all that I shall command him. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. To learn more about Tim Dodson or Believer's Church, visit jfbelievers.com.